0: Patience is the hardest fruit that, that you'll ever develop in your life. We've been talking about being, having the fruit of the Spirit in your life, and, and today uh, I want to talk about patience. Patience being the fruit that reflects uh, you and somebody else. And we blow it so many times with people around us because we don't have patience with people around us. We're quick to tell people, you're going to go to hell if you don't do this and if you don't do that. If you don't, if you don't dress like I do, you don't walk like I do, and you don't talk like I do, and especially if you don't go to church like I do. But how many times have we blown it in front of people by our actions, the way we acted? This man could have very well jumped up and down screamed, and screamed, I'm, and I'm going to tell you uh, uh, there's a people who would do that today. It would have been me a few years ago. There's been quite a few it before my hair turned white. But I've been tempted a lot of times since then to tell people some things I'm glad I didn't tell them later. Patience is important, though. Is patience is very important to you if you're going to win somebody or if you're going to have a witness to somebody that God is able and has changed your life. I want to try to share some things with you today, if I can, along those lines, because I really believe with all my heart that the initial evidence of being filled with the Spirit is not going to get it. Now, there's a time we could get away with that junk when people weren't educated. We could tell people, I am because I do that. But today people are educated and they read and they find out for themselves and they read the same book you do sometimes, they just don't come to church. And when we look at it, we find out there's more than that, much more than that. And, and if we really was to lay a bottle up here and, and there's nine fruits and we've already went through three of them, we would only have that bottle one third full now. And to fill it up, we need to put all of it in there, all nine fruits, before it becomes full. And so today, we're talking about patience. Let me just start right here. Uh, There's a a passage of Scripture in Matthew. And I'm not going to read it all, but you can read if you want to. Uh, Very powerful. Matthew 18 and 21 through 33. And I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, How many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? Up to seven times? The very next verse, Jesus answered him. So said, I tell you, not seven times, but 70 times. Ooh, seven. Now, 77 times, this one puts it here. But either way, when you look at it, it's a lot more, a lot more than seven times. And what he's really really getting to me there is this, that, that, you know, uh, as I begin to read that, I begin to see something. Peter was the one that, you know, was always quick to talk before he thought. And and he was probably just saying to the Lord something he was going through. In my mind, it it may not be, I don't have nothing to go one way or the other there, but he left me something that I can chew on. When people upset me, when, when I feel like my patience are gone, when I, when I feel like I've already dealt with them all I want to, I can't stop there. The fleshly man might say, Hey, uh, uh, I've already tried to help this guy three times, and, and he had not changed a bit. I'm not going to help him anymore. But the Lord makes it plain there. You don't stop right there. You just keep on doing it. It's not about the person, but it's about you and who you are. Because, see, in the natural, uh, we can't have patience like the Lord wants us to have patience of the fruit of the Spirit. Everybody's given a little measure of patience, I'm sure. Uh, Even before I got saved, I could have patience, uh, especially if I could find a way that it was going to benefit me back around the corner. That made it a lot easier. That was what I was looking for. But when you claim Jesus as your Savior, Lord of your life, and he talks about patience, the patience he's talking about is something that he gives you that the world can't give you. It goes beyond all my imagination and all that I can do. If it was, didn't go any further than what I could do before Jesus came in my life, it wasn't very much of a gift, was it? It wasn't very much of a fruit. But i found since I've got saved, it's not a matter if I have to really try. It's a matter of how hard I try to be who I'm supposed to be in the Lord. And he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will. So, you know, uh, I have a place in my heart that really bothers me when I hear people say, I can't, I've tried, I can't, I can't, I can't, this and that and the other, because God's grace is sufficient for whatever you have need of. And that includes having patience with somebody when it's hard to have patience with them. So, I'm going to move on from that because I've got an hour I need to do in the next 15 minutes or 20. And so, we'll move on. You can read the rest of that if you want to and really get a hold of it. It's a, it's a blessed passage to read. You'll, you'll be blessed of it. I encourage you to do that. Hebrews 10 and 36 says, Now, you might not think you have need of patience, but, but God's word says, You have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So when I read that, it sounds to me a little bit like there. If I don't learn to develop patience in this life, patience could affect whether I get to heaven or not. We're supposed to be learning to be like Christ. And I know that's troubling some of your spirit right now. I can look on the face, your face, but go and study it up and get a hold of it. See, there's a, there's a way that I can live. I can be self-willed or I can live in a way that I want to please God and, and, and let his will be my will. Jesus said, I come not to do my will, but the Father's will. So and since we're here, we ought to think about doing the Father's will and not my will. And by the way, when you begin to do that, you can have patience with people. But until you learn to, to walk in the Lord's will, you're not going to have patience with people like you need to. And I guarantee you, the old enemy will send somebody by in your life, if not today or tomorrow, or next week, sooner or later. He'll send somebody by in your life that will test your patience and if it's not for them there'll be somebody around that's been watching you and they'll see whether you got patience or not be kind of like me standing up here behind this podium and talking to you and say hey you don't need to drink you need to stop drinking you need to stop drinking next week you see me coming out of the, the tavern or out of the liquor store down the street with one that tall in my hand we need to practice what we preach if God's able to change your life through Jesus Christ, then let him change it. Be a witness, be a light. For no other reason, the Bible says, because you have need of patience. That's why we're going, we need patience. Now, a man without patience is like a lamp without any oil. What good is a lamp without oil in it? If it's a dark night and you want to light it, it's not going to put out any light unless you got some oil in it. You could pay $100 for that lamp, or you could pay 50 cents for it, but without oil in it, it's not going to do anything. It's the oil in the lamp that makes the difference. And it's Christ in your life that makes the difference. You can holler, I am, I am, I am all you want to, but without Christ in your life, you're just another person that needs Jesus. But it's a very difficult, difficult, Fruit to obtain. And I think, like all the other fruit, you have the opportunity to develop that fruit in your life, but, but without much prayer and, and, and in the Word and talking to God, that's the first fruit that you might develop, but it's going to drop off someplace right in front of somebody when you need it to show up the most. We're here to be witnesses for Christ in our life. We're here to be witness that people can see that God is able to change a person because they can see it in me. But if they don't see it in me, what witness have I got? Patience has a lot to do to show people that. Translated, patience is long-suffering, slow to anger, slow to anger, something generally most of us do not have. Even at our best we have just a little bit but not what the Bible's talking about. It's beyond anything that I had before I got saved. So my question to you this morning, what is patience? Patience is self-restraint, which does not hastily retaliate against the wrong. I need all the help I can get in that area. How about you? Remember last week we talked about the guy that was in the church and, and they was making the circle around. And about the third time they came around, the guy reached out and decked him and knocked him in the floor. He was in church. That dude didn't do him good. He didn't, have any, he didn't have any restraints shown there. And when he hit that guy, it certainly shown that he, uh, showed that he didn't have any restraints. He needed patience. Really needed patience. How many here has ever found a time when, when you really needed God to help? Don't raise your hand. Please don't. But, 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 but you felt like you would just like to deck somebody. That's because. And why didn't you do it? God helped you to time. That's the reason you didn't. You showed some patience there. God been working. Patience is the ability to accept delay or disappointment Graciously. Without God, uh, you don't have any gracious in you to, to not do that. Oh, we need a lot of help, don't we? Only God can help us. Patience is a powerful attribute that enables a man or woman to remain steadfast under a strain. It goes beyond what I can do on my own. Maybe that's where some of you are today. Maybe you, maybe you need some help in that area. Maybe there's some people that's really upset you, but you won't do it on your own unless you go to God and ask him to help you. Uh, I, I tell you what, I, I, I begin to get in this study, and, and more than ever I begin to see that, that when you talk about I am saved and I am sanctified and I'm filled with the Spirit, you're saying a mouthful to be sanctified. Is a, is a big thing in itself. But to be filled with his spirit, not my spirit, but his spirit, that's a whole different level. And you got to tie a lot of things onto it. Matter of fact, you need to tie the whole book onto it and be trying to live within the pages of that book what God has asked you to live in. And he's not asked you and I to live more than we're able to live as long as we live in him. Remember, the scripture says if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will. The problem we don't sometimes is because we lack where we are and we lack to be able to say things like we say it and we haven't once wanted to really get rid of it. And if you have and you're not living in Christ, you'll never get rid of it until you invite Christ to come into your life. And then he'll give you the power to to be that person that he's called you to be. The patience is a quality that says this too will pass by and you can hold your peace. When people are doing you wrong, patience will cause you to be able to go and pray for that person rather than stand across the fence and throw rocks at them. Patience will will give you what you need to love that person when they're unlovable. It takes God in you to do that. Here's a story I like, and I want to share it with you. might explain it a little better than I'm able to. The little boy, a little four-year-old boy who was traveling with his mother, constantly asking the same question over and over and over again. When are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? Finally, at last, mother got irritated enough. She says something to me. Here's what she said. We still have 90 more miles to go. So don't ask me again when we're going to get there. Well, she said it pretty rough. and little boy, he just quietened up and was silent for a long time. Then finally, timidly, he asked, Mom, will I still be four when we get there? <laughs> we like that sometimes. My goodness. Is time ever going to, is this ever going to get past? We need patience from the time that we're four sometimes, and then maybe 94. And it's not something you develop on your own. It's more than I am. It's bigger than I am. They're, the enemy of our soul has been at work on trying to find a way to trap people ever since a, a man was in the garden. You know, a, a moron after a while can get a little thing down to where it's, it's you know, it it's works good. He's a professional at knowing how to tempt you to lose your cool. And he works on you through the lack of patience that we have, every one of us. And it takes God to help us to be strong in that area. I think the little boy was one of my, it's taken an awful long time to get there. Don't hurry up. I'm going to be the next year old. Don't you think that? Now, here's a second reason why developing patience is difficult because there are weeds of pride and selfishness and anger in our life. Now, God's not going to take that from you. God gave His Son to die for you on the cross on Calvary, He made a way that you can go to heaven. But, you know, he forgave you, but you have to work on the actions of your body. You have to work on the actions that the devil put in front of you. God gives you something to do. It's a partnership to go to heaven. God said I'll forgive you. Now you work on staying forgiven. Uh, I, I've forgiven all the things in your past that's wrong. Now then you make sure you don't let anything wrong in your life again. I forgive you for all the times you offended somebody, but now you don't allow yourself to offend somebody again. So it's an everyday. My father always uh, says, sanctification is God gives you the want to not to do it. Now you get up every morning and don't don't do what you're not supposed to, but do what you're supposed to. Kind of like the buzzer, you know, flying around. You can't stop him from flying over your head, but you can certainly stop him when he starts to build an S. You can slap him off. That's where we need to realize, that, that we, need to, we need to lean on the Lord and we need to try our best to be what he wants us to be. Patience is the ability to accept delay or disappointment graciously. And, and if we'll keep on keeping on, God will help us to do it all. It's difficult to develop patience, though. When you first get saved, you don't have patience. You've got you to fall in love with the Lord. You've got to get a want to not do what you used to. And how many times have I seen people since I've been serving God that they quickly tell me, hey, I'm saved and I'm going to heaven. But when you look at their life, you wonder if they didn't get things crossed up. Because the route that they're traveling on in the life they're living, it, it's the route that heads straight down. It, 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 unless it changes, it's not going to go up. Talk is cheap. But when it comes to doing it, it takes some effort. There's things in my life today that I've found out that, that I did so wrong when I was young. Young of the Lord, I'm talking about too. Uh, I got a hold of somebody saying something of it and I just, boy, that's it, that's it. And I just, You couldn't sway me off it one way or another. But then I woke up one day reading the Word, and I realized there's more to it than what I was doing. I need to look at this too, and, and it's helped me to change the way I was going to focus more on where I need to go. And so we need to focus on trying to be all that God called us to be. We need to look in the Word and we need to find out. Now, now, Brother Ben said that we need to, to love God and we need to have joy and peace with God. But, and he's also talking about this morning about we, we need to have patience. Well, I need to get in it, and I need to study and find out if he's wrong for myself or I need to find out if he's right. And if he's right, maybe I need to change the way I'm looking for myself. Maybe I need to go a little deeper in the Word. And I'd encourage you to do that. Don't, don't, don't just be set aside where you are. Thirdly, patience is difficult to develop because we're on fast track today. We're living in a time with microwave ovens, uh, expressways, you know, 10-minute oil changes, microwaves, just like that. Now, I'm even told, and I don't know how true it is, I haven't got to check it out, so you can check it out and tell me if I'm right or wrong. Uh, everybody seems to like to put everything in perspective, and some people want to go bam, bam, bam in church, and uh, goodbye, and I'll see you next week. Church is not a fast food place to come to. Well, if you're going to allow God to, to prepare a meal and bring it to you, it may be 15 minutes today, it may be 30 minutes tomorrow because uh, uh, I've got notes here this morning but certainly I've got off of them a few times and I think every preacher needs to have his notes to, to go to if he needs them but if he don't need them he needs to just keep on listening to the Holy Spirit. Let me go back to where I was. Uh, in, in Florida there's supposed to be a church that advertises 22 minute services. If you can get a hold of this. This may be the kind of church some folks look for. Uh, go there and they promise that in 22 minutes it'll be over and you'll be out of there. So if you're on fast track and you don't have much time to go to church, you you find a church like that, maybe it'll work. The sermons are only eight minutes long, regardless, rain or shine, no matter what's going on, eight minutes long. Now that's the church that's trying to be politically correct in a society with microwaves and fast pace. How do we develop patience? The same way that we develop our love for God, develop joy and peace. That's the same way we develop patience. The answer is always the same. Abide in Christ. If you're not trying to abide in Christ, you're never going to have patience and you're never going to be a witness to people around you because you're going to be so full of self. I did this. I did that. I go there. I go this. We need to abide in Christ if we're going to develop anything where the fruits are concerned. Because I've got a grape mine at home, and it's loaded with the grapes, but I could take scissors and cut one of the branches off that has, that has the grapes on it, and I could lay it down on the ground, and next year it wouldn't put on one grape. We have to stay connected to the Lord in order for for the fruit of the Spirit to develop in us. So abiding Christ is how we develop patience. Matter of fact, in John 15 and 5, it says, I am the vine, you're the branches. If You remain in me, and I in you, you'll bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So it's important, if we're going to develop food in our life, that we stay connected to Jesus. That's the only way it's going to happen. We can't produce patience unless we're abiding in Christ. Don't care how, how hard we try. There's a story told again of a young Christian who went to an older Christian for help. Well, we don't like to hear about patience, by the way. Most of us, it's boring for it, but we need to hear it. He, so this young Christian goes to the older Christian. And he said, will you please pray for me that I'll be more patient, he asked. So the kind old gentleman, been saved for years, he, he prayed with him. He began like this. He said, Lord, send this young man tribulations in the morning. Lord, send this young man tribulation in the afternoon. Send this young man, about that time, the young man said, Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. No, no, no. I didn't ask you to pray for tribulations. I want you to pray for patience. But what we don't realize is, or maybe we do, that's why we don't have so much patience. Nobody likes tribulations in your life, nobody likes trouble, nobody likes trial. But we seem to have them anyway. But if you're ever going to have patience, it's going to come through some discomfort that's going to come your way. My wife and I just celebrated our 50th anniversary. It all hasn't been a honeymoon. Now, I love my wife. But there's times I didn't even and don't even like her. And if you'd be honest, you could say the same thing. See, because love is the person. Like is the attitude. And we all get these attitudes occasionally if we don't pray and keep focused on who we are and who we're trying to be. Why? Because we're different individuals. And sometimes as different individuals, we see things different. Doesn't mean she's wrong. Doesn't mean I'm right. There's just times we, we express them stronger than we do others. i might to have to hurry along here. I'm trying not to take too much time. He didn't want tribulations. But through your tribulations, work is patience. If you never had tribulations, how could you even know what patience was? Because in those tribulations you have is where you learn to lean on God. There have been times in my life that uh, I planned my day out when I got up in the morning. I was going to do this, 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 and this, and that was going to be it. But God seemed to let me get maybe the first one done and the second one fall apart, and it would upset my whole day. He's got his own way of working on every one of us because every one of us are unique. But we each one need tribulations, a little bit of tribulations in our life to help develop who God wants us to be. But the idea is if you stay connected to the Lord, He knows best, praise the Lord, and He'll help you through it. We learn patience by practicing patience. Some people want patience, but they never want to practice it. It's like me wanting to play a guitar and never being able to. I remember Jennifer. I used to watch her when she first started. She played like I do. Not very good. (laughs) But now then, I watch her this morning, and I'm blessed that she's here playing the guitar. And so are you, because she can play that thing. Practice, practice, practice. If you never practice, you'll never accomplish it. Practice and patience. We learn patience by practicing. He gives us trials and situations which we can practice in our lives so that we can have patience. I love this story. A man, his car stalled in heavy traffic, just as the light turns green. Now can you imagine that? I, I, I don't know what I would do in a situation like that. I hope I do the right thing, but listen to this: All of his efforts under the hood failed. He couldn't start the car. But when he was trying to start it, the light turned green, and all the cars behind him began to honk their horn, just honk their horn. That's our world today. I mean, we fast-paced. We leave 15 minutes after we should have. We know we need to be there on time. And we get stuck in traffic, and we're an hour late. Whose fault it is it? It's ours. We need to start on time, see? But, but we live in that fast-paced society we live in. And so all these cars behind them, they begin to honk their horn because they need to go. Finally, the old man just walked away from his car, and he walked back to the first car right behind him. He said, sir, I'm sorry. I haven't been able to get my car to crank. Would you please go up and try it for me? And I'll stay here and honk your horn for you till you get back. <laughs> See, you have to learn to, have to settle back and let, let God have his way. There's sometimes there's things happen in your life. you can't do anything about it. But if you'll handle it right, and by the way, you have the choice, every day, in every situation, to choose how you want to be seen in that situation. Now, the old man could have thrown his hands up and turned around and kicked the hood or kicked the wheels on the tire and walked back and had the man to stick his head out and just punched him in the face, but he didn't do that. He kept his cool. He probably went to church. He was probably a good Christian, don't you think? I wish we all could be that way. I've met some Christian folks that, that was not like that. I can remember a time when we had a business meeting and one of the young ministers come in ripping his shirt off and wanting to whoop somebody in the church. <laughs> but I like that. He says, I'm sorry. I haven't been able to crank it. Would you please go and try? And I'll honk your horn for you while you are gone." I think we need to think about that some. And that's patience, folks. That's patience. And you know, we have, in any time God gives us a situation like that, we have this grand opportunity to show somebody that, I don't care what the devil's been telling them, but we got that grand opportunity to show them, hey, that guy is different than he used to be, or that lady certainly wouldn't have done that before she got saved. they got to have something in their life, and, and I want some of it. See, we can be a witness for the good or for the bad. The Bible did say, signs follow the believer. I want good signs to follow me. I need all of God's help I can get to get it to happen. And I know his grace is sufficient for you and me to let our light shine because that's what he left us here for, to let our light shine so that people can see that Jesus Christ is alive in you and you and you, and he'll make a difference in your life. A patient person knows God is in control. That's why that man could do that. So you've got to know who you are. You've got to know who you serve. And you've got to put your trust in Him and not in you and what you know and what you can do except that Jesus is able to help me through this. A patient person knows he is to be praying while God accomplishes the work because I can't accomplish the work. There's things in my life that I've found out that I can't do. I've struggled with it. I've complained about it. I've complained to God about it. It hadn't changed anything. And I've realized that it's just for me to pray about it and wait on the Lord because he's never early and he's never late. He knows exactly what he's doing. He sees the whole picture where I just see a narrow point that's in front of me. And if I can learn to just trust in the Lord, with what I see, and put that in His hands. You know, the army says, join the army and be all you can be in the army. Well, you, you need to put your trust in the Lord and be all you can be in the Lord. And when we can do that, God will make our world so much better around us. Praise God. Patience is accepting a difficult situation without... That God's going to take care of it without giving God a deadline to remove it. Putting all your trust in Him, He knows when to do it and how to do it. You're to be patient or long suffering with people just as God, just as God has been with you. And I want to ask you a question, and I'm going to stop right along here. Has God been patient with you? Don't, don't answer me. I want you to think about that. Has God been patient? patient with you. Has there been times in your life before you received the Lord in your life that, that you can look back and see where God was patient with you? You've got to realize God could at any moment just stop you from getting the next breath and you'd be out of here. would mean anybody could do anything about it. If God wouldn't allow you to breathe the next breath, there's not enough doctors in all of the United States to call you to breathe that next breath. It's by His grace that we live and breathe and move on our own. Without Him, we have no hope. And so we're supposed to have patience with people like God has patience with us. Now, I can't talk about where you've been, but I can talk about where I've been. I can look back in my life and I can see a rebellious young man that got aggravated with my mom and my dad and And everybody else in the world around me. And and I thought I could do it better than all of them put together. I can handle my life. Sounds like the prodigal son, doesn't it? And I took off on my own. And did I make some mistakes? Yes, I made a whole lot of mistakes. Very seldom I ever made a right turn. But God had patience with me all that time. He let me be in a wreck and knock a golden hawk duty Baker, clean out of the intersection, and I walked away. He didn't have to do that. That was his patience with me. The reason being, he sees the whole picture, and I see the little bit in front of me. Little did I know then, God had called me. See, he calls you from your mother's womb sometimes. He knows what he's having made before it ever gets here. He knows the personality He wants to put in your life before you're ever born. There's no slip-ups in God. If you go through something, God knows you're going to go through it before you ever go through it. If you're going to be a heathen, God knows that too, and and He has patience with you in all of that because He's working on the end results of what He wants you to be. Now, if, if God did all that for you and me before I ever got saved, how much more will he help us to have patience now that we're serving him? Yes, and so if he does that for us, and we're supposed to have patience with people around us like he has with us, are we falling short or not? Are you having patience with people around you that, that seems like nobody can get along with? Are you saying, well, hey, nobody can get along with that person. Why should I try? See, because again, we're here to be lights. And a lamp without oil is no good. If you don't let God work through you, you can't be any good to God for a witness. And so we have to develop this patience. We have to put on this fruit of patience so as God can use us in difficult situations that they can see Jesus through us. Praise the Lord. Stand with me all over this place, will you? I feel like I preach an hour, but I better stop. I want you to come back next week.